Hi, and welcome to the Miracles Podcast with me, your host, LaTanya Miori. This podcast is here to help you on your experience called life by providing uplifting and inspiring episodes. It is my hope that this podcast will be a safe space for you on your journey to healing. So stay tuned for this week's episode. Hi friends, it's your girl Latanya Miori. Thank you so much for tuning in. I know it's been a minute, but I came back with some special guests. Some of my sisters in Christ from my local church, Vision RDU, Miss Asia Simmons. She's a writer. Um, she is a wonderful individual, and I just love her spirit. And Aja Brown, she is also a podcast hoster and just a phenomenal individual. Y'all, when I tell you this episode will bless you because they are sharing their stories and testimonies about how God used them coming and moving to North Carolina as a testament of his faithfulness in their lives. So stay tuned. Welcome, 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 Miracles, and how are you doing? I have some special guests on the line. I have Miss Asia Simmons and Miss Aja Brown, my sisters in Christ from church. Hello, ladies. Hello, hello. <laughs> so good to have you on today. So how was your day? How are you feeling? How is everything going? Uh, my day was pretty good. I must say it was a pretty chill day. Uh, so yeah, it was pretty, pretty good. <laughs> How was your day? <laughs> my day was amazing. I've been looking forward to meeting with you too. It's been a long time coming. <laughs> yeah, it has. It has. I did. Yeah. How was your day? Oh, yes. My day was good. Um, I had a good day. No complaints. And I'm glad to hear that you both had good days as well. Yeah. So... I want to talk about briefly the B1 Make One course that we took over this summer. As you all know, it was a wonderful course that our church, Vision RDU, uh, holds. And it gave us the opportunity to commune with some of the women in the church. And we had the awesome opportunity of sharing our testimonies, right? And just using it as a vehicle and a tool for evangelism. So I wanted to bring you two on on today and share your stories to help encourage some of the listeners. And maybe we can be encouraged again through your testimonies. I know I've heard some of them already. So I just want to share you with the world. Is that okay? <laughs> you were so funny. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I hope I'm well, but yes, it is absolutely okay. <laughs> so, um, Asia, I know I've heard your story before, but but before you start your story, can you please tell us a little bit about yourself, and then Aja can tell us a little bit about herself. Absolutely. Um, so again, my name's Asia. Um, I first and foremostly, you know, I'm a follower of Jesus Christ. Um, I'm a wife uh, to my husband Mike. We'll be married for five years on November the 17th. Um, I'm a writer. And as of two years ago, I am a North Carolinian. We moved to the RDU area about two years ago. 
Yes, I'm so happy you did. <laughs> oh, you're so sweet. I must say, I've met so many good people since I moved here. Oh, and awesome. I about you. Awesome. And um, like my sister in Christ, Asia, I am a believer. I am a mother. Um, and I transitioned and relocated to North Carolina um, five years ago from Connecticut. Mm -hmm. um, and um, I just finished school. I graduated with a master of legal studies, concentrating in cybersecurity. And I am um, so happy to be here. Yeah, thank you so much. It's an honor and a privilege. So I want to start out with Asia. If you could just tell us a you know, synopsis of your testimony. Um, I know you had high hopes when you and your husband moved down here to North Carolina, but could you tell us exactly what the process was like? And um, just, you know, you have the floor. Tell us your testimony so we can be encouraged. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So before um, my husband and I even moved to North Carolina, we had spent, you know, over a year praying about where God wanted us to move, what he wanted us to do, because we wanted to make sure that we weren't just moving anywhere. We wanted to make sure we were where he wanted us to be. Um, so we spent over a year praying on it. And, you know, God started confirming that he wanted us to come to NC and he wanted us in the RDU area. So we were confident before we moved here because we knew we were abiding by what God had said, being obedient. We were in his will. Um, our family and friends, they had prayed for us before we moved. They were praying for a peaceful and smooth transition. You know, but once we got here, that transition wasn't smooth at all. Mm -hmm. um, once we moved here, you know, we were facing issues with property management. I was facing stress on my job. Um, family members of ours, they were experiencing health scares and it was back to back. Um, so you have all of those things on top of me just trying to adjust to being in a new city. Um, so it was a whole lot of new and a whole lot of struggle all at once. Um, so ultimately, you know, there was a lack of peace in my situation and what I was experiencing. And eventually God revealed to me that my faith wasn't as rooted as I thought it was. And that was a sting of conviction. It, it didn't feel good, you know, because of course I believe God, you know, I believe he is who he says he is. I believe that he can do what he says he can do. But I was learning, of course, that, you know, it's one thing to say that God is a provider and it's easy to say that he's a provider when everything is going seemingly well or relatively well. And it's easy to say that, you know, he's a way maker when everything is seemingly okay, but it's something completely different to be able to still say that and stand on those promises and confidence when everything around you is just kind of going crazy. Um, so God really showed me that my faith needed some work when it came to navigating through trials well. Mm -hmm. um, so after God revealed that to me, I first off, I had to repent. You know, I just had to ask God to just forgive me for that, um, because, again, that sting, that conviction didn't feel good, knowing that my faith was not where it needed to be in him. And then I just had to remember what I knew to be true. Um, I had to remember that God's goodness is constant and it didn't depend on what my situation looked like. So even though my situation wasn't good, that didn't change anything about who God was and who he is and what he can do. I had to remember um, that just because I'm in God's will, that's not always a guarantee, you know, that everything is going to go smoothly. 
you know, so it wasn't that I had that um, notion in my head, you know, out of arrogance or anything like that. It was almost like a, I don't want to say a naivety. I'm not exactly sure the word to put to it, but it was just a reminder like, hey, you know, you're a follower of Christ. So you're going to experience trials um, in your life from time to time. And that doesn't mean that necessarily you're doing something wrong. But so again, you could be in God's will and things still be kind of going a little crazy. <laughs> um, I also had to remember that my current season had purpose. Um, so even though that there were certain things in my uh, situation that didn't feel good, that everything about it, God was working together for my good and ultimately his glory because it wasn't about me anyway. You know, it was bigger than me, what um, Mike and I were, were going through. Um, I also had to remember to show myself grace because even though I did have that conviction of, you know, your faith needs to be a bit more rooted. You need to spend more time in prayer. You need to spend more time in fasting. You need to spend more time connected. Um, I had to remember uh, where Paul talks about in Philippians 4, 8, that he has learned to be content in any situation. So I had to learn to get to that place of contentment. But that word learn really stood out to me because when I think of the word learn, I think of being a student of something. And when you're learning something, you might not always get that concept immediately. You know, it might take some time. So I had to remind myself that getting to that place of contentment might take time. And that's okay. So I had to show myself, like, as I'm still working through and navigating through, just show yourself grace in the process. Um, and I think the last thing and one of the biggest things is I had to remember that I'm not alone. Um, so as I was going through, I isolated myself unintentionally. You know, I wasn't really talking to a lot of people about what was going on. I hadn't really opened up and shared what was going on. Um, I had to surround myself with people that could encourage me and uplift me when I didn't have the strength to do it myself. Mm -hmm. So there would be, you know, times where I would be <laughs> boohoo crying, you know, talking to Mike about certain things and he would kind of just sit there and y'all know Mike, he's, he's super chill. So he'll just sit there. He'll just kind of shake his head, but then he'll say something and he'll come with some truth. And it's just like, ouch, <laughs> but you're right. <laughs> you're so right. Because he would remind me that, you know, we were called to the RDU area for a purpose. And just because our situation didn't look the way we expected it, it doesn't change what God said and why we're here. So I had to remember, you know, just to surround myself with people who can pour into me, who can uplift me, who can point me back to the whole purpose, who can point me back to, you know, scripture, who can point me back to God ultimately. Um, and just, you know, knowing that people are praying for me you know, just really encourages me and builds me up as well. Um, so overall, it just, uh, this whole move and transition to North Carolina just taught me a much needed lesson on, on steadfastness. Um, and again, what it means to navigate trials well. Amen. Amen. So I have a question. Thank you so much for sharing. That's so powerful. Because I know even for me and my walk with Christ, sometimes it's hard for me to remember. Sometimes I get stuck in those hard places and it takes me a while to remember. Like this is mm -hmm. what God says in his word. So in your process, how did you get to that place of remembering what God had intended through trials? Was it through your husband or 
just spending time with God? I think it was a little bit of both. Um, because yeah, again, I'd isolated myself. So not too, too many people were really understanding or not understanding, but they just didn't know what I was going through because I hadn't really said anything, but, you know, I was talking a lot about it with my husband and he would be pointing me back to scripture. And then there would be times where, you know, I had to just tell myself like, Hey, when you are experiencing a trial, your instinct should not be, or your instinct should be to run to God, not away from him. So I would have to just tell myself, you know, open up his word, you know, read what he has to say, read what he says about you and read what he says over you and just encourage yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, so as I was doing those things, uh, there would just be random times where I would just be out and about throughout my day and God would just remind me in little ways, but they were really big ways that he was still here and he was still in the pre- in the midst of everything that I was going through. Um, so yeah, so I, w- I would say it was a combination of, you know, just being in my word and just pointing myself back to the word and just being able to hear that encouragement from Mike and then from friends after I'd opened up and talked to them about it as well. Yes, the word of God is powerful. Yes, it is. Yes, <laughs> it is. I love that it's a living word. Yes. Amen. Yes. So thank you um, so much, Aja. So Miss Aja, I know you a powerful testimony as well. Can you share your story with us? Yes, absolutely. Um, so Asia, thank you for your transparency. There was so much in your story that I can relate to, but just for time's sake, I will um just start. So after I had Mason, um, before I had Mason, I was already hearing from God. I had started my relationship as an adult with God at 21 after um, scam. Um, and I had Mason at 24, like right before I turned 25. So I already had a relationship with him and I was starting to hear him, but I was also very distracted. Um, I was also very distracted um, from my environment. And so I, I remember like when an event or something would happen in my life, I would call, like I had like a, almost a playlist of people who I would call like in a row, I'm calling my mom, my sister, my sister, like I'm calling people and then I'm going to God. So um, when I had Mason, I just started hearing from him a little bit more clearly and um, it was just started in a way on my spirits that it was time to relocate it was time to focus and I just thought that I was relocating to finish school but of course God is so much more strategic than that um so it started weighing on my heart more and more and then I um ended up applying for a home or not a home apartment in North Carolina I got approved for August 1st um which is the eighth month and um in July, I was going to church and I told God, like, I'm like, I got approved for this apartment. I'm really like, I have this little baby with me. Like if I'm scared to make this move, but if this is what you want me to do, then I need you to make it very plain. I don't need parables. I don't, I need it specific that you want me to go because I'm starting to get cold feet. So I went to church and um, at the end of the, my pastor's sermon, he said that seven is um represents completion and eight is new beginnings and we were in july the seventh month and my move-in date was august 1st so i felt like that was my sign that yes he is telling me to go like i'm my i'm completed in connecticut my work there and now i'm starting a new beginning in a whole an unfamiliar territory um one thing that i will say about um my move is that i 
hear God so much more clearly. Similar to Asia, because I had to kind of encourage myself to get in my word, um, but also because that's what God intended for this move anyway, because there were too many people. Like when I first moved here, I would still call those same people when things would happen because that was my comfort and that's what I was used to. But he had to have them stop answering the phone for whatever reason. But because he's like, no, you need to come to me. You need to talk to me that I have you here in unfamiliar territory and I'm with you. Like this is who you you need to hone in, you know? Um, and so I did. And when Asia was talking, she said something, I can't remember it verbatim, but basically um, what she said made me think when we are told by God to relocate somewhere, we because we got that confirmation, we feel like everything is supposed to work out like X, Y, Z, A, B, C. It's, it's supposed to work out in uniform how we expect it to work out. But what I think I'm noticing because I'm meeting a lot of believers who are relocated somewhere and then their life is in distress like there's so much going on that they don't understand and they're wondering and thinking did I really hear this from God and stuff like that um what I think we don't realize is like Asia said as believers our life we're gonna have trials like once we accept God as our Lord and Savior that he died and rose again for us and our sins that's when the trial like it's it's coming it's it's inevitable at that point it's inevitable no matter if you accept it or not but we have a certain grace and anointing and we're equipped different than just the average person. Um, so, so we're, we got it. We have to, we have to suit up with the armor of the Lord and, um, and get ready for battle. Um, so in all of that, um, I guess in closing, I'll just say that. So my story, I call it from warrior to warrior, because when I was in Connecticut, I was such a worrier. I was always so worried. I was anxious. I was scared. Um, and I, I, it just was so much on me that when he moved here, I had no choice but to be a warrior because I had to suit up. I had to read my word. I had to, um, you know, I was getting sisters in Christ connecting and being iron, sharpening iron, which means I have to intentionally pray for and with sisters and intercede on their behalf and pour into so many people and things like that. So I had no choice but to be a warrior. I didn't know that that's what I was becoming. But um, I was doing a spoken word for one of my, my pastor before I started with vision um, for her anniversary. And I did a spoken word. And at the end, God told me that my story and testimony is from warrior to warrior. And that is my story. That is amazing. I love that. Wow. Amen. So much. Aja, such wisdom at such a young age. How did you become so bold in the Lord? Like, did you have any mentors growing up or? Um, I think honestly, it was this move because when I moved, I only took God and Nathan. I mean, I took our belongings and stuff, but mm -hmm. I only took him and he, there's been so many things that happened that never happened in my life like lights getting cut off being repossessed I was a, a first-time mom I've never been a mom before and I was a single mom moved away from my village so I didn't have um much of a choice I thought that this move was just strategic because I'm like oh I'll focus but I didn't realize how much more what that process was of focus and there was so much more to it so um just coming here, um, relocating from everything and everyone that I know and having no choice but to depend and trust and believe and read and, and you know, tend to this relationship that I have with God. Mm, just out here trusting God. Y'all just out here trusting God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it reminds me of um, one of my favorite scriptures and James actually 
because nobody can get the glory from this but God. And that's right. how he sets up our testimonies, our stories sometimes. We don't understand it, but he's pruning us and he's giving us endurance and steadfastness. And I want to read it really quick. Um, James chapter one, verse two and three. And it says, consider it a great joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you experience various trials, because you know that the testing of your faith produces endurance. And I'm going to read verse four as well. And let endurance have its full effect so that you may uh, be mature and complete, lacking nothing. And that includes that contentment that Asia was talking about. Maturity doesn't come from just the same old situations. You have to go through so you can know where your help comes from. So I thank you ladies for your testimony. This has been such a blessing. Wow. Hi, friends. I wanted to take a quick intermission to read from Matthew 7, 24 through 28. And it's speaking on the two different foundations and how important it is to have our foundations rooted in Christ Jesus. And it reads as this. Therefore, anyone who hears these words of mine and acts on them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain fell, the rivers rose, and the winds blew and pounded that house. Yet it didn't collapse because its foundation was on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and doesn't act on them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. The rain fell, the rivers rose, the winds blew and pounded that house and it collapsed. It collapsed with a great crash. My friends, in each situation of the two builders, each house looked the same from the outside. But the real foundation, even in our own lives, is usually hidden until the storms of life come. In other words, in situations of life, it has a great way of showing us our own character and even has a better way of allowing God to build character within us. So I want you to be encouraged with whatever you're going through right now. Know that God is with you and he is able to perform in your life. He is the great I am. There is nothing too hard, nothing too small for him. So be encouraged. Excuse me, what can we expect from both of you in the future? Aja, I'll let you go ahead. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that was smooth. That was smooth, eh? <laughs> Um, I would definitely say more content, um, mostly social media content, but just more educational content, more um, podcasts. I am so much more motivated, especially now that I'm having group and community where I can do um, things like this together and even alone too, but um, more content. And um, just like we got out of the series fight, I'm ready to suit yeah. up and do whatever God is telling me to do. Amen. Yes. And what's the name of your podcast? Deeply Rooted. Yes. And, and it's um I know there's that's a very common name. So um my name is Ajaki Brown, which is what it's under, and you spell Ajaki A-J-A-Q-U-E. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Okay, Asia. 
<laughs> yeah, so similar to Aja, um, just continuing to still learn, because um, that's one of the things that I always try to make sure that I'm definitely telling people is that I have not, you know, arrived anywhere. I have not, you know, learned all the things that there are that God wants me to know. I'm still learning. I'm still growing. So still just being able to learn and grow in him um, and then still, you know, just being able to share the things that God has placed on my heart, you know, through writing and through social media as well. Um, so, yeah, so that that is uh, that's the goal, just continuing to take each step as he as he guides me and wherever that leads me is where I'll be. <laughs> Amen. Did you share the name of your blog post? Oh, no, it is uh, She Will Remain. Yeah, so at She Will Remain is where you can find me on uh, Facebook and Instagram. Yes, so y'all go check out these awesome women of God. And thank you again so much for being on. We have ran out of time. This has been a pleasure and an honor. And I hope to have you back on the podcast one day. And as for you, Miracles, stay in the light and share your story. Until next time, bye-bye. Bye, Miracles. <laughs>Well, friend, thank you for sticking around until the end. Listen, if you are enjoying these episodes, please share it with a friend. Like and subscribe to the podcast. And you can also find me on Instagram at Latanya Miori. And as always, stay in the light and share your story. Bye-bye.